Wisecast by Sundaram Mutual. We have with us today Arjun Nagarajan, Chief Economist and Communications Manager at Sundaram Mutual. In today's podcast, we take a quick look at the farm bills and the protest narratives around them. Over to you, Arjun. Hi there. Hope you're all doing well. The protests around the farm bills have dominated the political narrative for a while now. In this podcast, we take a look at these bills, what they say, and more importantly, what protest narratives revolve around them. In late September, we briefly wrote about this in two of our weekly notes and in some of our dailies as well. While the issues broadly remain the same since September, the narrative appears to have shifted significantly from the topic of minimum support prices (MSPs) to litigation. What are the three bills that were passed on the 27th of September? They are Farmers Produce Trade and Commerce Promotion and Facilitation Act 2020, Farmers Empowerment and Protection Agreement on Price Assurance and Farm Services Act 2020, Essential Commodities Amendment Act 2020. All of that was just mumbo jumbo to me. Let's talk about uh, what the bills mean in practice. The first bill allows every farmer to sell his produce anywhere in the country and to anyone he wishes. This is different from the current rule of only selling produce to the mandis run by the Agricultural Produce Market Committees or APMCs as is known. This bill also takes away the right of the state governments to levy market fee or cess of any kind on both farmers and traders for trades that take place outside the trade area of the APMC mandis. The second bill draws a legal framework for contractual farming and also lists out the method of dispute resolution for the farmers. The third bill removes the Essential Commodities Act and in effect scraps the stockholding limits on essential and horticultural commodities except when they cross certain thresholds for example 100% for essential and 50% for horticultural commodities note here that the percentages that i mentioned now are percentage changes in the prices of these commodities what are the broad protest narratives or concerns we hear like we mentioned at the start the first and foremost concerns are around litigation The second bill we spoke about appears to mention that under contract farming disputes would be settled with subdivisional magistrates or collectors disputes between farmers and traders would be settled at the additional district magistrate level so what is the highlight here the highlight here is that in both the above cases civil courts will not have any jurisdiction in short the farmer has no recourse to the existing legal system This has been quite contentious and has been under discussion with some progress heard in the narrative over the last uh, week or so. Secondly, the fear that the government would eventually do away with the MSP mechanism that is currently being used for government procurement of farm produce. While the government has categorically denied this and even though the bills don't really talk about MSPs going away, the farmers feel that eventually that government would want to phase out the msp regime so it is this fear that dominates the farmers thirdly the farmers feel that this bill is structured clearly to benefit corporates this broadly appears to be more opinion than fact the bill if passed would see taxes cut for both farmers and traders however one must note here that the bills have only broad contours and the nuanced specifics are yet to be finalized 
The bill talks about how trades outside the APMCs cannot be taxed by states. And the farmers therefore assume that the trades outside the APMCs would not get registered. And as a result of that, they fear that it will not be possible to understand what prices these trades take place at. In short, the fear of no transparency around price fixation. This lack of transparency makes the farmer feel that the corporate stronghold would take over price determination in the years to come. But note here that the APMC Mondays will also remain and do uh, business will not really go away because of the passage of these three agri-bills. Fourthly, the bill mentions that the trades outside the APMCs cannot be taxed by the respective state governments. Now this has created a very large pocket of concern for all those state governments who receive a large share of taxes from such farm produce transactions. This is also the very reason why Punjab and Haryana are heard very frequently in the news. Punjab and Haryana charge approximately 15% and 12% on procurement transactions and are one of the states with procurement rates well north of 75% for key crops, while the national average hovers just above 30%. Finally, apart from the political strain the fourth point creates between the centre and the states, the course of the last few months have witnessed an increase in protest momentum. Therefore, certain other non-farm bill issues like scrapping the stubble burning decision have also cropped up as demands. Recent negotiations between the farmers and the governments have been unsuccessful. What were the broad demands from the farmers? The farmers wanted the government to remove all the three agri-laws, assurance on MSP, civil remedy on disputes, registration of outside Monday contracts, withdrawal of electricity amendment bill and repealing the air quality management ordinance pertaining to the NCR region. To all of the above, the government appears to be very clear that they would not repeal the laws and that no written assurance and MSPs would be provided. However, they seem to be open and indicated that the private players could also be registered and states could tax them as well. They have also commented to take a relook at the stubble burning issue for now. Hope you all found this useful. Till next time, this is Arjun signing off. Wisecast is a podcast initiative by Sundaram Mutual. We hope you like listening to us as much as we love presenting it to you. Stay tuned to the Wisecast to learn more about the world of mutual funds and investing. Mutual fund investments are subject to market risks. Read all scheme-related documents carefully.